Jennifer Dawn. And I'm Adrienne Garland. Welcome to the Unbreakable Podcast. Our lives and our businesses are chock full of so many challenges. And sometimes through outside circumstances, the changing world, and even our mindsets, we find ourselves on the brink of burnout, listlessness, or even failure. But what if there is a way to build your resilience and literally become unbreakable? Come along with us on our journey of discovery to gain insight, pick up tips, and get inspired as we go deep with our guests to uncover how the divine combination of physical challenge and mental strength come together to help them on their journey to becoming unbreakable. Okay, hello, hello. We're so excited to be recording the Unbreakable podcast today, and I'm really excited to welcome our guest, Kate Hudson, who is a certified life coach with Shattered Glass Coaching. Welcome, Miss Kate. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Absolutely. And of course, Adrian is here with us as well today. Hello, Miss Adrian. Hello. Well, I'm super excited to dive into our conversation today because I know that you guys are going to love our guest, Kate, as much as I do. She has an amazing story that is absolutely inspiring. And so the, the topic of our podcast is Unbreakable. And so, Kate, I would love for you to just share a story or an experience that you've had in your life, a challenge that you faced, that you faced it and you feel like, wow, Maybe it wasn't fun going through it. That's okay. But it helped to make you unbreakable. Sure. I feel like I have these these challenges every day, every week, every month, but I'll (laughs) I'll hit on a big one for me. And as, as a business owner, I'm a life coach with Shattered Glass Coaching. My journey starting a business is one of resilience where I definitely had to be unbreakable. I started out in the corporate world. I was working for a small company and I was the director of the company for most of my 20s. And in that role, I wore a lot of hats. I did sales. I did marketing. I did hiring. I did onboarding and retention with both staff and customers. So I was a little bit all over the place, but I I loved the job. And in particular, what I found the most fun, exciting, and rewarding and impactful was dealing with the people at the company, particularly the women who I was managing and helping them develop their own leadership skills, their own communication skills so that they could be successful in their roles in the company. And I always found myself gravitating towards those roles over the sales and the marketing. I wanted to work with people and help them, which is what was the catalyst for me becoming a coach wanting to hone in on that skill of working primarily with women, professional women in the workplace to develop their career skills, but also on a personal level, set them up so that they could have a career that was joyful and fulfilling. And that that was the impetus for, for starting my business. And the challenge was making the leap from my corporate secure job that <laughs> was very comfortable to quitting in the middle of a pandemic to start my solo business as a solopreneur and and really having no experience with starting a business before. And while I did feel like I had a lot of the skills I needed to be successful as, as a coach, certainly, I never started a business from scratch before. And particularly in the middle of the pandemic, it, it was a bit terrifying. 
you're you're really taking a leap and trusting that you know I, I can do this. I can build something that that is going to help and impact people and something that I can be proud of, even if I don't know what I'm doing. And that required a lot of figuring it out, a lot of Googling, (laughs) a lot of asking for help and support from other people, which is how I found you, Jennifer. And and eventually putting something together that that was a business that was helping and serving other women. Mm -hmm. And Kate, last year you had attended a conference from the company that certified you as a life coach. And when you came back from that conference, one of the things that really stuck with me is that you had shared that you were further ahead in your business than every other coach that had attended that conference. And I would just, of course, I'm sure that feels fantastic. But also, like, how did that feel for you to kind of be the only one in the room who was really knocking it out of the park when you compared yourself with, you know, other people that you had probably graduated with or even gone to class with? Gosh, it really put things in perspective for me because as someone who's a bit of a perfectionist, I'm always thinking, what more can I be doing? What should I be doing? What else can I do? How can I be more successful? And I think a lot of other business owners get stuck in that trap as well. But going to that conference and realizing wow, I'm doing really well, especially compared to people who were in my class and in my cohort, changed my perspective entirely and and helped me be proud of myself and celebrate myself and my wins from the year. And I also think it was a testament to the reasons why I was successful. Number one is that I I did quit the full-time job and I took the leap. A lot Mm -hmm. of the other people who I had gone to life coach certification training with we're still holding on to full-time jobs and and not taking that that leap. And there's there's a lot of different reasons for that, but I know that ultimately if I stayed in a full-time job and just tried to start a business on the side, I wouldn't have had the time or the energy to put into it in order to make it something that was successful. And then I think investing in in business coaching and investing in mentors that helped me throughout the whole last year and a half or so was also instrumental in my success because I didn't know all the answers. And I, I had to ask for help and and find resources and mentors and coaching to help me figure it out so I wasn't just learning by trial and error. So I really do credit both of those as the reasons I was successful. And then getting to hear other people's experiences was just a huge shift in perspective for me there. I bet it was, you know, I I often wish I was like a fly in that room because of course I'm like so proud of all the progress and stuff you've made. But when you're sitting there and you're the one who made the leap, you're the one who left the job, you're the one that's seeing the results, you're the one that's seeing those revenues. It's like amazing. But at the other time, it can be a little bit uncomfortable too when you're the only one in the room (laughs) who, who actually had the the guts and the courage, like to really go after your goal, your dream, your vision. You're so right. It was a little bit unnerving when they were asking me for questions and advice and guidance. And I'm like, guys, I'm new at this too. I don't have it all figured out. And of course, sharing what has worked well for me, but, but having that, that feeling of I'm new at this too, guys, you know, I'm not the expert yet. Yes, I know. I know. Now, one of the things that's so unique about the Unbreakable Retreat is that we've paired business coaching with a Spartan race. 
And I would love for you, Kate, to speak a little bit too, because you're a runner. And as you were going through, through growing your business and still continue to do so, but along that journey, your feet, you started having issues with your feet. And I know that that was really, really hard for you. And so do you mind sharing a little bit about that process and that journey? Yes. Another unbreakable story. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so as you, as you mentioned, I, I've always been a runner. I've run several half marathons and several times a week, I, I would do some distance running. And then I got to a point where my, my feet were injured. I didn't know what caused the injury. It just slowly came on, but it got to the point where I couldn't run even, even a mile and even walking a mile was painful as well. And I was pretty much immobilized at that point and wasn't able to exercise or run or walk like I, like I wanted to. And it really, really impacted my mood, my energy, and just my overall state of general well-being. And I found that I was losing energy and motivation in other areas as well, not just my physical energy, but in terms of how I was showing up in my business, how I was showing up in my relationships, and then just my gener general levels of like joy and happiness were so much lower than they normally are. And I was, I was losing that joy. And of course, I've always known that there's been this connection between exercise, your mood, your happiness, and your productivity. But it wasn't until I was quite literally knocked off my feet that I felt it in my own life. And mm -hmm. I had to get really creative about how I was going to get that energy back, what I could do for myself. Like I can't run, but, but what can I do that will still improve my energy? I can't go walk three miles, but what can I do that will bring me a sense of calm, that will put me in a good mood, that will make me feel like I'm still being active? So I, I did discover strength training for the first time in my life, and I learned how to pick up a weight. Because <laughs> even if you have injured feet, you can still pick up a weight and do something with it. And I had to be really conscious about the food I was putting into my body and that it was healing me and instead of inflaming things or poisoning me or or making any other worse issues. So turning my focus to, okay, I can't run, but what can I do? And then when I did that and I started nourishing myself and my body in, in, in different ways, I noticed that my energy started to come back and I was able to be more productive and, and get back to my business and, and do it from a place of joy rather than that victim mentality. Yeah, absolutely. What would you say was the biggest thing that your feet and I think now your feet are healed and I can you run again I am running again I, I'm like 90% there it took about Yay. nine months but here I am <laughs> ready for the Spartan yes. race yes exactly and what would you say is the biggest like lesson or benefit that you learned from that experience the biggest lesson I learned was not to be a victim and although I couldn't do things as I had before, there were still things I could do. And I had the power to make a choice, a conscious choice to do something different that, that would still help me find joy and energy and, and give me what I needed to be healthy in my life. And it wasn't running. It, it couldn't be running for a while. But sometimes the things that we really, really want, you can't have them 100% of the time. And you can still choose joy in other ways. And mm -hmm. instead of being a victim, I had to kind of take things into my own hands and find other ways to get creative and, 
and reclaim my health and, and doing that was really empowering. Yeah, that's, that's so, so good. And talk to me a little bit about the Spartan because you are coming to our retreat in Montana. And I believe now, if I understand correctly, you actually signed up to do a Spartan before the retreat so that you'd have one under your belt so that the retreat would not be your first one. But just talk to me a little bit about your feelings. And are you like really afraid of the Spartan? Are you excited for the Spartan? Is a mix of like terror and joy? <laughs> or I remember how I felt for my first race. And it was definitely a mix of like, oh my God, this scares the shit out of me. And oh my God, I'm really, really excited. I was just kind of like in between both worlds. But I would just love to hear, like, where, what are your thoughts on it going into, into this? A mix of terror and joy is a great way to describe it, Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely nervous because I've never done this before and I don't know what to expect. And I, I don't know if I'm going to be jumping over walls or crawling through mud or all of the above. But I am nervous just because I've never done it before. And I, I don't know. But at the same time, I'm excited. I love having a physical goal that I'm working towards. I think it's really fun and motivating and it it's something to work towards and to build upon. So I have been doing my Spartan training. I have been going on trail runs and in about a month from now, exactly a month to the day, I'll be running my first Spartan race here in my in my city in San Diego to kind of get one under my belt so I do know what to expect. Because when we get to Montana, I know that the mountains in Montana are steeper than the ones where I live. The elevation is higher and that <laughs> is pretty daunting. So I do want to have one under my belt first. But no, I've, I've, been, I've been training, I've been planning and I'm really excited. It's just something to work towards. And I know that that feeling at the end of the Spartan race of just like being proud of myself and having accomplished something that is a huge physical feat is going to be an incredible feeling. It really, really is. And I even noticed like after I did, I, for those of you, if you've listened to the other episodes, I'd set out last year to do three races and I ended up doing 12 over the course of a year because there's something about that. Like I, I wasn't sure I could do it, but then I got out there and I did more than I even thought I could do. And then that confidence that like comes with it. And then the way that translates into the business where you just literally start to feel completely like unstoppable, like nobody can stop me, nobody can break me. Because when you're out there, and it's you and the elements and you know, and it, whether you do all the obstacles or not, it doesn't even matter. I always try, I like put my hands on my feet on my whatever on and just at least just try. But that that confidence that comes from I was scared, I got out there, I tried, I did my best, I conquered my fear. Like there's almost no way to describe how that actually kind of carries over into the business, but it's just really a, a powerful thing. Yes, definitely. I think that when you do hard things, physically, mentally, emotionally, it can translate into all other areas of your life. And so conquering something like a Spartan race that is physically difficult and you really have to, to get dig deep physically and mentally, because I know Spartan races are probably mentally challenging as well. You can apply that to other areas of your life. And not only does it give you the confidence, but also I've done hard things. I was trudging through mud and climbing ropes on the side of a mountain last weekend. I can handle you know, this conversation or this call or this task or this daunting project right. that's ahead of me. So 
building up that, that emotional toughness that you can apply to all areas of your life. Yeah, absolutely. And to answer your question, yeah, you're going to be climbing walls, you're going to be going through mud. Yeah, it's all going to happen. It's totally all going to happen. But it, it is amazing. I remember our race in Florida, where they they marched us through two miles of swamp. And the next day, I had to fly out to Denver, and I'm in the Orlando airport, and it, the lines are the longest I've ever seen them. And people are like losing their minds because these lines are so long. And I'm standing there going, I'm in a climate-controlled building. I've got solid ground under my feet. I'm not like knee deep in mud. And I'm like, I can handle a line at the airport. Like it changes that perspective of so many things when you're out on that course and you're just like, it was really hard, but I did it. When you come back into your real life, you know, regular life, it it is truly amazing how it just, it changes that perspective. And then you like, it's like, you can't go back. Once your mind is stronger and once you're more unbreakable, you can't, you don't really go back because it's just like that growth, that strength is there. You can't undo it. And going along with that, it's, it's a unique experience that gets you out of your regular routine. So I think that anytime that we try something that's new and different, a new challenge, a new goal we set for ourselves whether it's a new hobby that you pick up or you decide to go on a retreat or you try a new physical challenge, it it really breaks you out of your your same old, same old. It takes you off autopilot and Mm -hmm. it, it creates a new environment, new emotions and new energy. And when you open yourself up to those unique experiences that are out of your day to day routine, you start to see your life take on a different energy and you start to see yourself show up in different ways. So that's, that's the other reason that I think doing something like a Spartan race or attending the unbreakable retreat is powerful is because it's different than, than your, your day to day. And you can take time to, to physically be away from your, your everyday life and gain a new perspective and have a new experience and learn and grow and reflect and, and change and make things better than they were before. Yeah, absolutely. And I I even think just the act of like stepping away from our businesses, even though there's business coaching at the retreat, but like what you said, getting into a totally different environment, surrounding yourself with other like motivated, inspiring women where everybody can brainstorm and feed off of each other and really being able to develop like your business plan, your marketing strategy, whatever that is, with all in this very, very supportive, loving environment, but like stepping out of your day to day. I think that there's a lot of power in that. And Adrian, I'd love you for you to speak to that as well, as far as just the power of stepping away out of the day to day of to work on your business. Yeah. Yeah. Kate, I'm just like thinking so deeply about what you went through and how you had an issue with your feet, like your foundation. And that just really strikes me um, deep because, you know, it, it's 
going from a, a stable foundation in the corporate world to trying something completely new and starting a business when, you know, you don't, you don't, you said you don't know what you're doing. I'm sure that you had um, a, a great foundation in order to launch, but sometimes it feels like you don't. Um, and I just think that that's a really brave move, move that not everybody um, does out of fear. And it makes me think about uh, this woman that I know. She's a therapist and she's absolutely wonderful, has a thriving business herself. And she talks a lot about fear and, um, you know, it's okay. And it's like, we, we want to experience fear. Um, I'm afraid of the Spartan race <laughs> and what it's going <laughs> to do to me. Um, but what she says is, you know, don't let fear stop you. Like, be afraid and do it anyway. And to me, it sounds like that's what you did with your business. And I also picked up on something that I thought was kind of interesting. The the Spartan race, it, it I think, creates a lot of fear in, in a lot of us. And instead of you saying, let me just do this, you're prepping yourself for it. So my question to you is, that's a little bit of a different approach than jumping from corporate to business. Now you're you know, going into the Spartan race, but you are testing the waters first. I, I wonder why that, that shift for you. I think having my feet injured really changed my perspective on my fitness and exercise. And I want to go into it feeling safe and comfortable and healthy and not feeling like I have a mindset of, oh my gosh, am I going to get injured again? Oh my gosh, am I going to be stuck on the side of the mountain? And I do think that preparation and planning leads to those feelings of security and comfortability and confidence. And in this case, when it's coming to my physical health, coming off of nine months of being injured, I really want to take any precautions possible so I can be in a place where I'm feeling those feelings and I'm going into it positively and not with with any doubt that that I might be injured or be in a situation where I'm not feeling confident or comfortable physically. So I think that's the shift there. And I think the more planning and prep you do, the more confident and comfortable you are. And that can apply to a Spartan race, starting a business or anything else in life. Yeah. I love that. I, I and I I do love the planning and and the almost like mapping out of what it is that you're going to do and you know it doesn't mean that you're going to keep doing all of these prep races. You're actually going to do the thing. Um and I think that that is a really important lesson to plan but then also do the thing. And even if, you know, the, this first race that you do, you, I think that it's probably going to be overwhelming, right? Just listening to everything that Jennifer and her sister have, you know, experienced and everything. But again, it's like, we don't, we don't let those things stop ourselves. And in business too, there's obstacles that come up all the time. So it's like, we have to learn how to see the obstacles and figure out a way around it. And just one final thing, I really love how you, you said sort of, what can I do, right? That, that applies to so much. I, I might not be able to scale the wall, but what can I do with this mm -hmm. wall? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, absolutely. And Kate, I'm curious too, like, do you feel like signing up for this is going to make you a better coach? Hands down. Absolutely. Being a part of the Unbreakable Retreat and signing up for the Spartan Race are both going to make me a better coach. Because when I do hard things, I'm practicing what I preach. And I always like to tell my own clients, since I am a coach, um, that, that I will never tell them to do something that, that I wouldn't do. I can only take them as mm-hmm. far as I'm willing to go. And in business, that applies as well. If you're, if you're going to be serving your clients or your customers, you've got to be willing to do the work on yourself. And we spend so much time working in our business. This retreat is an opportunity work to work on your business because being a business owner, whether you're a solopreneur like I am or you have a team under you, it can feel really lonely and isolating sometimes. But taking a moment to step away and to work on yourself in a way that's different and fun with other badass like-minded women is a really cool opportunity to hone your personal skills, but also your business skills. So whether you're a coach or a gym owner or whatever it is, like I'm going to get something out of this weekend and I'm going to come back a different person. And that's going to be because of the Spartan race and because of the level of intentionality and coaching that that I'm going to get during that weekend. Mm-hmm. Agree completely. You know, it's so funny when I started doing more and more races because they became a little bit contagious for me. I was just like, oh my gosh, I can really get out there. I can do this. And, and here's the thing. I'm fat and I'm slow and I can't do most of the obstacles and it's okay because it's just like, you know what? It's okay. I still get out there and guess what? There's people out there that are fatter and slower and older and younger and skinnier and more fitter and all these things. Like you get so many variations and then everybody's out there helping everybody else And then when you do get to the end, you're kind of like, I am a badass. I really am. I am a badass. Even though, you know, if you compare yourself to the fit people, you're like, not so much. But if you compare (laughs) you to you, which is what I like to do, compare me to me where I was this time last year with my fitness. Um, It's like, wow, I really, really am a badass. But I love what you said about preparation and planning that you're not just jumping into it blindly, you're taking the time to prepare. That's one of the things I do love about the races is this like, okay, I've got another race in a month or two months or whatever. And it gives me a reason to like get on that treadmill to lift that weight. I've got a a bigger reason there for doing it. But there was a course and I, I struggled to remember where it was. Let's say it was West Virginia. I don't know. I'm on the side of the mountain And, you know, people, it's a little tiny trail and people are climbing this mountain and I have to stop and I have to rest Um, after, you know, I climb for a while and then I'd rest and I climb for a while and then I'd rest. And there was a woman who was kind of with me and she was, um, I kind of caught up to her and she was resting. And then I got up to her and we were both resting together. There's a lot of great conversations that happen, by the way, when you're on these courses and you're just like dying and you're like, ah, and you know, you're talking to other people and you're supporting each other and just a lot of just very, very priceless interactions. But this one particular woman, it was a beast. So we were doing a beast, which was um, 13 miles all through terrain. And she says to me, this is my first Spartan. So she had gotten up there. She'd signed up for like the hardest race. And she's like, yeah, and I haven't trained at all. Hasn't trained at all. 
and she has asthma. And I'm like, okay, sister, like, are you trying to kill yourself because you just signed up for the hardest race? You have not trained at all and you have asthma. Now, I am slow and I left her behind because, you know, I had to keep going and I never saw her again. So I don't know if she finished or I don't think she died on the course, but I'm like, look, guys, and it's the same thing with business, too. Like, it's one thing to like jump in with both feet and go for it, but you got to bring some common sense into this. You've got to, you know, set the bar where it needs to be so that, yeah, you're challenging yourself, but you're not setting that bar so high that you're almost setting yourself up to fail. Mm-hmm. I mean, out on these courses, I've been out, uh, the one in Killington, where there, there'll be like guys who are like super fit and they're like passing and I'll hear, con- you'll hear conversations and there was one conversation where the guy was like, I do Ironmans all the time and this is kicking my butt. So, you know, it's like, it's a lot to be out there when you combine terrain, elevation, distance and obstacles. It's not like a, a traditional, like a road race. And um, so, but that planning and preparation, I think is so important going into anything, even if you're afraid you know, take steps to bring common sense into it. (laughs) Like what you're doing, Kate, like you're going to go out in San Diego and you're going to do your first race. You're going to be like, wow, I'm I'm sure you're going to be like, wow, that was really, really cool. But you're taking those steps to set yourself up for success instead of the opposite where sometimes like we take the steps, but what we're doing is setting ourselves up to fail. And so going into it with eyes wide open and taking those steps to set yourself up for success, I think is super huge. Yes. And one thing that's also been really helpful is having the guidance and accountability and support from Alicia on your team, your, the, your health mm-hmm. coach. And she's, yes. she's run, I don't know how many Spartan races, but a whole lot. A lot. And yeah. she's, she's helped me kind of come up with a bit of a training plan, helped me pick some things to focus on. So she's been there to guide me and support me. We meet once weekly and we will continue in, until the retreat. And that's been really helpful because with something like a Spartan that I've never done before, I need to find support and I need to find knowledge from people who know what they're doing, just like anything else. And so having Alicia to guide me as I am planning and preparing has also been really helpful and comforting and and making me feel just more confident that I can do it. If if Alicia's helping me and, and is telling me what to do, I can I can do this. And like anything, when you have a, a mentor, it makes it easier. And then the other thing I'll add is that in San Diego, my my first race, I'm running the sprint, the 5K. And if it goes well, then I'm gonna run the 10K in Montana. <laughs> Yes. Oh, oh my God. Yay. <laughs> oh, that's oh so God. fantastic. That's so fantastic. Wow. You know, here's, uh, here's, I'm just, let me ahead. just uh, interject for one second. I, just listening to all of this, it, it, it just sounds like life, right? It, yeah. It's like the obstacles, the, the, we don't know what's happening. The Jennifer, when you said like the elevation combined with the terrain combined with this and people running by you and, you know, hearing all oh, this is tough and somebody falling down with asthma. I mean, it, when, when I think about all of that and, and strip away what it is, it, it is truly life, right? Especially everything that we have been dealing with over the past couple of years with COVID um, and then just everything that's happening in the world. It's like one of the things that is like the most important skill is being able to 
know where you are, you know, do do what you can with what you have right here and and know that even taking like you said Jennifer a step forward or a couple steps and then knowing to to rest and giving yourself the permission to do that and to approach things in different ways i mean these are life skills that i feel like we're talking about here life skills and business skills Because just think about growing a business, all the things that are coming at you. And if you're not showing up and you're not taking action, you probably don't have that much to do. And that's not what I'm talking about. But like Kate knows, taking, getting a brand new business off the ground or whether you've gotten your business off the ground and you're scaling it up to the next level, you have a lot of things coming at you as you're trying to dial in your marketing and, you know, work with vendors or make sure that clients, you know, have everything that they need, there's a lot coming at you. And so like out on the course, it's the same thing. It's like, Hey, let's combine, you know, I'm growing a business and I need to get clients and I need to make sure those clients are satisfied and I need referrals and I need to do my accounting and I need to track my money and, you know, all these different pieces and elements that you have to coordinate and learn and put it all together And it can be so overwhelming. Same thing. You get out on that course and it's all there and you're in it and there's no turning around and no going backwards. And, you know, because often once you're in it, you're just like, it's far worse to have to go back than it is to just keep moving forward. And isn't that what growing our businesses is like? All the different things that we deal with and the challenges of growing and scaling our businesses, it's really no different. Um, luckily, most of us get to do it in a climate controlled environment. And so it almost seems to be like, okay, I can sit at my desk and I can deal with this because at least I'm not, you know, knee deep in mud (laughs) or waist deep in mud (laughs) right now. (laughs) Sometimes in business, it does feel like you're you're waist deep in mud. So, (laughs) right, (laughs) exactly, exactly. But out there, you have to, you have to handle it. You have to handle it, but then you bring it back and you bring all that amazingness that you learned out on the course back with you into your business. Such a great conversation. Oh my goodness. Yes. Yes. And I think that there's going to be so many lessons just in going through the course, just like there is in life, different situations, scenarios, um, you know, spots. Um, and then we can take all of that away and help us to, to grow personally. You know, I always say that you're, you know, who you are and your stuff, it, it shows up in your business, you know, whether you want it to or not. So I think that this Spartan race is going to show us some of the things about how we deal with things and approach things. And even if, we don't have the answers because oftentimes, you know, we don't, at least we can be aware of some of the um, obstacles that we even put in our own way. Yeah. Oh, that's very profound and deep, Adrian. I oh, yeah. love that. <laughs> Spartan's going to put obstacles in your way, right? But, oh, I love that. But the obstacles we put in our own way, that, that is so, so good. And yeah. Kate, you said something as, as well about do the hard things, right? Do the hard things. And I all I want to do is I want to add to that. If you're listening and you hear do the hard things, what I don't want you to turn that into is make it hard on yourself. 
That's not what we're talking about here. We're not talking about, you know, Kate could be taking the Spartan race and she could be blowing it out of proportion. She could be stressing about it. She could be like, oh my God, I have to do this. I'm over-exercising. I'm over-whatevering. I'm stressing about it, but she's not, even though she's, she's, you know, got some, a little fear as you should um, around it. Okay, great. But you're being very rational and reasonable and you're planning and you're preparing and you're doing what you need to do to set yourself up for success. And so even though we talk about do the hard things, it doesn't mean that we make it harder on ourselves, set ourselves up for success, get the bar where it needs to be. Um, don't overdo it and turn it into a a victim experience where it's like, oh, I tried to do this, but what was me? You know, it all went awry and blah, blah, blah. Don't make it harder on yourself than it has to be. There's that that intuition feeling in your stomach where you know you need to do something that's scary or uncomfortable or hard that's that's not so scary that you know you're in danger, but it's just scary enough that you're like, mm, maybe I shouldn't do this or don't want to do this. That is when you should do it. <laughs> that is the good kind of fear. Not the fear that's yeah. dangerous, but the fear that's going to push you to grow and learn and try something new. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so with you. I remember, I don't remember which number it was in the season, but I went to Asheville and I think I had committed to do, maybe it was my first 10K. I, I don't remember. Anyway, I remember that what I do remember is I woke up that morning and I was just like, I don't want to do it. 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 And I remember I called my husband because I was in Asheville and he was in New York and uh, he didn't answer the phone. And I left him this like pathetic message where I'm like, <laughs> and I'm crying and I'm just like, I don't want to do this. And I'm scared and it's going to be so far and it's going to be so hard. And I was just like so scared. And then I left the message. He didn't answer the phone. I had to put on my big girl panties. I didn't tell anybody. Now everybody will know, but I didn't tell anybody <laughs> That, you know, I had called my husband crying that morning being like, I don't want to do it. And I didn't. I did not want to do it. And I had my son and my daughter with us on that race, too. And uh, I just was like, I'm not going to let my kids see me flake out of this race. And I sucked it up and I did it. And it was hard. And I did it. But my husband, of course, at the end of the day, he's just like, are you OK? I'm like, because he, he always gives me the out. He's like, you don't have to do it. And as soon as he says, I don't have to, I'm like, yes, I do. Yes, I do. It's what's in my heart. And I have to do it if it's in my heart, even though I'm scared. And thank you for giving me the out, hubby. But yes, I do. I have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> but even I'm if you wake that. up in, in that race in San Diego, Kate, and you're just that morning, you're like, I can't do this. Yes, you can. Call me. I'll say you don't have to, but you know you're going to have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening. It's it's going to happen. <laughs> it is. It is. And it's going to be so have great. To keep us posted. Yes. yes definitely exactly. keep us posted how it went. Yes. Well, for I sure. will. Awesome. All right, you guys, this has been such amazing conversation. I would love if Adrian and Kate, are there any final words that you want to leave with the audience? Adrian, you go first. Uh, 
Not really. I mean, I am just super pumped about the whole entire retreat and just this whole idea of being unbreakable and marrying together, you know, a physical challenge with um, how that can really help you in your life and in your business. Um, uh, maybe the the thing, uh, even if you're afraid, afraid, um, don't let fear stop you, you know, do it anyway. Uh, with the fear, um, because I, I, on the other side of it, I think that there's really great lessons. Oh, I love that. And Kate, any final words? If there's any women who are listening who are considering going on the Unbreakable Retreat, but you're on the fence or you haven't made a decision yet, I would just say pull the trigger and do it. It's it's going to be incredible working with Jennifer and her team and getting to know Adrian. I, I can vouch for just how incredible and instrumental they've been in in my success, not just in my business, but my my personal growth as well. So I know the weekend is going to be chopped full of of insights and great things for my business, but also I know it's just going to be a weekend with with wonderful people and of, of course the Spartan, which we've been talking about. So I would just say anyone who's on the fence, you know, pull the trigger, sign up. It's going to be amazing, and we'll we'll see you in Montana. Oh, I love that so much. And the the final, my final thought is that if you're listening to this and you're at all inspired and you have that little tug in your heart and you're just feeling like, man, I'd really love to do that, then, then do it. Just do it. You know, if it's really in your heart and it's calling to you, that's what you need to listen to. And I know sometimes our brains will talk us out of doing these things. It's so easy to talk ourselves out of doing something hard. But I promise that if you don't do that and you talk yourself into doing something hard that is also in your heart, there's just no downside. It just, it, there's no downside. It, you can't go wrong. All right, ladies. Well, thank you so much for your time today. I so appreciate it. I know we're going to have so much fun. And for any of you who are interested in finding out more about the Unbreakable Retreat, definitely check out the show notes and we'll put a link in there to the landing page so that you can find out more. Okay, that's it. I don't have anything. See you guys in Montana. Yes, Montana. Thank you for being here, Kate. Thank you. Bye bye. Okay, bye guys. Thank you for joining us on our exploration today. We would love to hear where you are on your journey to becoming unbreakable. So send us an email at team at jenniferdawncoaching.com. Please subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts. We'd be so grateful if you take a moment to leave a review and share these powerful stories with women in your life. Sometimes all it takes is a physical challenge to help us realize what type of power and resilience we hold deep inside and how that strength can help us through just about anything in our life. That's why Jennifer and I decided to hold our first ever Unbreakable Week, happening May 4th through the 9th in Kalispell, Montana. For details, visit the landing page at jenniferdawncoaching.com, and we'll put the link, the exact link, in the show notes. Now, this is a small group with only eight spots remaining, so sign up now. Isn't it time that you put yourself first? Come along with us and invest in this incredible adventure today and surround yourself with like-minded people who are on their own journey in business and in life. Together, we can help one another become unbreakable. Unbreakable.